Welcome, everybody, to the Federal Retirement Show. I am your host, Val Majeski with American Benefits Exchange. Got an awesome episode today. Going to talk about a topic that I've been hearing a lot. So I've been, been attending a lot of federal events, talking one-on-one with federal employees, doing some group presentations online, and been getting a lot of questions about TSP and specifically the L Funds basically because of what we're going through this year, right? It hasn't been the greatest year when it comes to TSP and returns like you all have seen in the past couple of years. And with the L funds, there have been some misconceptions that I want to go over today, as well as dive in and break down these L funds in further detail. So you have a good understanding of what you're actually investing in when you choose one of these L funds. So first, Let's dive into the misconceptions that I've been hearing lately when it comes to these L funds and things I'm hearing from federal employees. These are not things that I'm making up. I'm just reporting the news and passing along information, and hopefully you're not on the same page and thinking the same way. But misconception number one that I've been hearing is that the L funds are actively managed. Now, this is not true. Uh, we're going to go into this over time. But what, is, what does managed mean? Managed means that somebody is there uh, picking and choosing what investments you're in, altering the percentages, altering the changes to help maximize gains and minimize losses. At least that's what I'd want my financial manager to do or my money manager to do is maximize gains and minimize losses. Big misconception when it comes to the L funds. Also, another misconception is that the L funds provide safety and security that's different from the other funds, right? So if you're invested in the other funds like the uh, GFCS and I, well, the L funds are a safe way to do that. And we're gonna talk about why that's not the case either. So let's dive in. L funds, what are they? Well, the L stands for life cycle. These are life cycle or target date funds. There are numerous options as you might see. The government just came out TSP came out with some additional options when they made some modifications recently. There is the L income, the L2025, the L2030, 35, all the way up to the L2065. Now, what do I mean by target date funds? Well, the idea is that if you're going to retire, say in the year 2040, that you should be in the L2040. And the concept will be as Time changes as time goes on, as we get closer to the year 2040, that your investment breakdown should get more and more conservative. Well, what is the breakdown of each L fund? Well, if you're not aware, each life cycle fund or L fund is made up of each of the other funds. So it doesn't matter which L fund you're in, you have some percentage of each of the GFCS and I funds. It's kind of interesting. So some people think they're investing in something totally different when they go into the L funds. That's not the case. You still have a predetermined breakdown of the GFCS and I funds. So what is this percentage breakdown? Well, I said, we're gonna go over an example. I'm gonna use that same example we just talked about the year 2040, but there is a percentage breakdown for each L fund and these breakdowns are predetermined. What does that mean? Well, it doesn't matter what's going on in the market. It doesn't matter what's going on with the outside circumstances. These L funds are broken down by a certain percentage based on the year, and those breakdowns and modifications are predetermined. We'll get into that, and I'll show you more about it. Well, how does it work? Each L fund um, 
again, is, is meant to be either a little more conservative or a little more risky based upon the percentages and the weighting. If you're in the L income, which is the most conservative of all the L funds, it's not completely eliminating entire risk, right? It's not completely safe and secure like the misconception, but it's the most conservative of all the L funds, where on the other side, the L2065 is going to be the most risky, going to have most of the weighting in the stock funds. Um, and that's going to be the most risky, the most risk, most reward of all the L funds. Now, what are the percentages? We're going to go into the breakdown here, but you can find those percentages on TSP.gov. So I'm just going to talk about one fund in particular and show you the breakdown and how those things change over time. But you can go to TSP.gov, look up each of the L funds and see what those percentages are and how they're going to be changing over time. I already said what the objective really is. It's a target date fund. So that means, again, if you're going to retire further down the road, the idea is that you are willing to take more risk. And as you get closer and closer to that target date, let's just say you, you're in the L2025, then that should be until retirement. So that's how each fund works and the general idea or concept. But number one, uh, we talked about misconception of being actively managed. No, those percentages are all predetermined. So let's look at an example. The L2040, as I mentioned, what are the current breakdown? Uh, what is the current breakdown of the percentages? Now, as of the recording of this show um, in summer, uh, this is late August of 2022, you can see what the percentages are for the L2040. Now, the G fund is showing in at 20.84%, the F fund 7.41%. So you've got about one quarter of the investments in this fund is gonna be more towards safety and security. Now the G is the only one that's guaranteed not to lose. So you've only got 20% uh, in a guarantee that you can't lose money. The other 80% is subject to some kind of risk. The C, S and the I, the stock funds are comprising about 75% of this investment. So it's, it's pretty interesting the way it breaks down. So as you can see, again, 72% in the CS and the I funds, there's a large amount, right? Large amount that was in the I fund. Now the I fund stands for international, and that means it's comprised of international stocks, international stocks. And some of the countries that you're investing in are maybe not countries that you wanna dabble in. That's up to you and your decision, but the I fund is historically the worst performing of the three stock funds, the CS and the I. In fact. In most cases, it performs at half as much as the C and the S. Now, I said percentages are predetermined. So as of 2022, you just saw what the percentages are. Those are predetermined. It has no bearing on what's going on. It's not actively managed, as I said, to help maximize gains and minimize losses. Those percentages predetermined. So even if the market is in fluctuation like we're seeing, they're set. And the modifications that we're going to go over are set. You cannot alter these things yourself. So you can't go into the L2040 fund and say, you know what, I want to switch some of the weighting up and I want to put more into the C and the S since I just heard that the I fund or I looked up and verified that the I fund doesn't perform as well historically like the C and the S do. You can't change these. They are predetermined. As I mentioned, the misconceptions that they're actively managed, 
there's not somebody back there tweaking the dials and churning up the percentages to maximize gains when the market's good and to minimize losses when the market's bad. It's set. It does not provide ultimate safety and security. That management is left up to you. You need to determine how you want to break down the investments. You need to determine if you want to stay in the L fund or move to a different L fund or just go into the individual funds yourself. We've talked about this about TSP. TSP is an administered account. It is administered. It's not actively managed. You don't have a money manager. You don't have somebody at TSP calling you to say, hey, uh, this fund is doing very well. You might want to think about making a move. Or this fund is not doing so well. You might think about making a move. It's administered. You are left to be your own money manager when it comes to TSP. I said that the performances or the percentages are set regardless of market performance. So they're not altered based upon what's going on out there. They are predetermined, not 100% safe and secure from market risk, as the misconception had said. Look at the performance history. Look at what's going on this year. That's an indication that, yeah, these things can still lose money. Do not get as conservative as you think. So we're going to go over how this changes over time, right? These funds, as you're thinking, or as I said earlier, are supposed to get more conservative as you go through your working career and get closer and closer to that target fund. So let's look 10 years into the future, right? 10 years. I already said that 72%, approximately three quarters of the investment was in the stock funds 10 years ago. Well, jump ahead 10 years and how did things change? Okay. Approximately, was it 34% now is in the more conservative funds, but it went from 20% into the G to 28% into the G. So it didn't get that much more conservative considering we're only eight years from retirement at this case, right? In 2032, if I'm retiring in 2040, I'm eight years from retirement, I want to be a little more conservative, right? I don't want to have you know, 60 plus percent, almost 70% in risky things at this point. I want to make sure that I'm getting more conservative. Well, certainly, if we fast forward a few more years, we should see this get a lot more conservative. Fast forwarding now to five years out from retirement, 35% approximately is in the G. I still have about 65% in things that can lose money. I'm five years away from retirement, five years. Now, normally, federal employees that I'm talking to say, hey, when I'm five years, three years, two years from retirement, and this might be you, it may not be you, you may still have a lot of uh, risk in you, or you may still have a lot of uh, uh, ability to take some risk this close to retirement. But most federal employees I talk to, when they're at least five years out from retirement, want to go more conservative. Say, hey, if something happened in the market, if I lost 10, 15% of my TSP, I don't have a whole lot of time with five years left to recoup. Well, the L2040 has modified and went to 35% conservative or guaranteed, but still 65% is in some sort of risk. Okay, well, let's go right up towards retirement. The L2040 in 2040 is not 100% conservative still. You've got about 65% in the G fund. So 65% is guaranteed never to lose or in something that is guaranteed never lose, you're still have about 35% in the, the funds that have the ability to lose money. Now, the overall performance of the fund, should, the, the total risk should be minimized because the bulk is in the G fund. But now we are in retirement. 
right? We are in uh, a, a point where you are super conservative because you don't want to lose money. You have no time left. So just understand that the big misconception that the L funds take the guesswork out of it for you, uh, kind of, because they do alter and change over time, um, that they're managed, they're not, that they take all the risk out, they're safe and secure, not the case. So understand what you're getting into with each L fund. Do your research, do your homework, go on tsp.gov and see what the percentages are and how these things modify. You can see really only within the last three years from retirement, you'll find that there's a huge push towards the G fund, towards the conservative side, towards safety and security. And if you're in you know, the 2065 or something that's really far out, check to see how much is in the I fund. Now, I'm not giving you advice. I'm not telling you where to invest your money. I'm just looking at simple numbers on performance, which you can see also on tsp.gov that the S and the C fund have far outperformed the I fund over time, over history. Now, past performance, not a guarantee of what the future is going to hold. But if we look over a good period of time, yeah, the C and the S have, have far outperformed and in a lot of cases, double what the I fund has done. So if you're in a fund that is is really uh, heavily weighted on the I fund, you might want to think twice about it. So just take a look at what these L funds are doing for you. Now, I hope you enjoyed really this breakdown. And, and I know it was a brief brief breakdown of the uh, the L funds in general. And we kind of just brushed over the surface of what these things really are, because there's a lot of other choices in there, right? From the L income all the way up to the L2065. But do your, do your diligence, do your homework. Um, hopefully, you did not fall trapped to some of these uh, misconceptions. And those that were thinking differently, hopefully, this opens your eyes to, to do some more digging into what you're exactly investing in the breakdown, the percentages, how those things are changing or modifying, and if they fall in line with your overall risk tolerance. And if they don't, well, it may be in your best interest to make a change, make a move so that your overall investment, your overall risk that you're taking within TSP is in line with what your, your goals are and what you want to accomplish. So I really appreciate you taking the time to learn more about the L funds and join me for the breakdown. Again, my name is Val Majewski with American Benefits Exchange. You've been watching The Federal Retirement Show. I look forward to seeing you on a future episode. 